Okay, this is Monsignor Midas again talking about the commandments. A lot of times what you see in art is the Ten Commandments uh, depicted as the tablets, you know, these big round things and, and you got one, two, three on one side, four through ten on the other side, usually in Roman numerals, although obviously they probably should be Hebrew numerals, but nobody would recognize Hebrew, Hebrew numerals, I dare say. Most of us wouldn't anyway. And the reason why they're divided that way is because uh, there's a real division in the Ten Commandments. The first three and the last seven. The first three deal with our obligations toward God. Now, a lot of people are stunned to learn that we do have obligations toward God, things that we owe God in justice. Yeah, we absolutely do. We call this in theology the virtue of religion. Religion is justice before God. There are certain things that we owe Him. For example, that we do not have false gods before him, that we have respect for his name, that we keep his day holy. Uh, these are the things we owe God. We'll go into greater depth of these things later on. But the last four deal with our obligations toward our fellow man. And this is really what it comes down to. These are the ones people think of most often. But I think it's important that it is the ones that pertain to God that are actually more important in Jesus' mind. Remember, he said the greatest commandment is that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Secondarily, that you love your neighbor as yourself. But there's something even more. You know, Jesus is recorded in St. John's Gospel as saying, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. If you love me, you keep my commandments. And, and I remember when we were diagramming sentences when I was a, in grade school, we used to come across these. They're called conditional statements. They're very easy to recognize. They start with an if, and halfway through, there's a then. If I live in St. Louis, then I live in Missouri. If it stops raining, then we'll have a picnic. Now, can you reverse that? If, it's, if, it's, if uh, I live in Missouri, then I also live in St. Louis? Well, no, it doesn't work that way. The way it does work is that if I don't live in Missouri, then I don't live in St. Louis. Jesus explains it this way. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So what that means is that if you don't keep his commandments, what you're telling him is, I just don't love you. And if you don't love him, then you're not keeping the very greatest and first of the commandments, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We understand that, in, in essence, the Ten Commandments are parts of a conditional sentence. Uh, to get really technical, the first part, the if part, is called the protasis. The second part, the then part, is called the apotasis. And uh, that the, the Ten Commandments are basically ten apotheses. They're the then parts of a conditional sentence. The if part, the protasis, is the same for each one. If you love me, you will not have strange gods before me. You will not take my name in vain. You will, not, uh, you will keep my day, holy day Sabbath as a holy day, etc., etc. And if you don't do these things, you're basically telling God you do not love him. If you love me, you'll do all these things. If you don't do these things, you're telling me that you really don't love me. And that just makes all the sense in the world. When you love somebody, you live by their rules. You don't want to offend your beloved because that would break your heart to know that you've broken somebody else's heart. That's what the gift of fear of the Lord, the, one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, is all about. It's not really fear at all. It's a love so intense 
that the thing you dread most in all the world is offending the person that you love. And my brothers and sisters, that's exactly what it comes down to. If we really love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we wouldn't dream of having false gods. We wouldn't dream of not keeping the Sabbath. We wouldn't dream of doing all these things he forbade us to do. Because when you really love somebody, you accept their rules as your own. And you're happy to do them. That's the whole point. We do not find these things burdensome. We do not find these things to be a nuisance. These are things that make our lives happy because that's what the Ten Commandments also do. They teach us something. They regulate our lives, they add order to our lives, but they also teach us right from wrong, how to be happy in the world, to live a good life, and that's what we're all about. Every time I ask somebody, what do you want for yourself and your children? The answer is always the same, happiness. Well, you can't get happiness without the Ten Commandments. And I thanks, thank you for listening.